hours. Please. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week. My name is Linda Castro, but this week you can call me Cheese Be Bangin'. And I'm Donnie, and I'm a spoopy ghost. <laughs> That's right, you're a spoopy ghost, and I'm Martin, Marty Scorsese, uh, a veteran director of uh, many movies. And uh, also, uh, this week, you can also call me Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're discussing the last Cage movie of the 90s, Martin Scorsese's Bringing Out the Dead. Bring out your dead. <laughs> I feel happy. <laughs> Be nice to Fred. <laughs> three is the number, and three shall you count. Oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, does anybody want to summarize? Uh, oh, man, I'm so not fucking it. happy to be here. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I actually this was a book. This was a book by an ambulance driver who who took it who took a uh, who took a novel writing workshop and wrote his his one and only good book. He had another book, but people didn't buy that book. Oh, <laughs> uh, his name's Michael Connolly, and he is definitely not to be confused with the best selling author Michael Connolly. Oh, oh. Even though the one book that this movie was based on was good. Uh, so uh, our, our our hero, the Nicholas Cage, is Frank. He's oh, a no. burnt-out uh, New York ambulance driver uh, who's really down because he hasn't saved anybody in a long time. And he drives around with people like Ving Rhames and John Goodman and Tom Sizemore. Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, he uh, keeps seeing ghosts of this uh, homeless asthmatic lady that he couldn't save. Meanwhile, this guy that he kind of saved is at the hospital and uh, they keep resuscitating him and he keeps trying to pull out the tube <laughs> and Cage is convinced he doesn't want to go on. Just let him die. Just let him fucking die. <laughs> I think the writer's My name God. is Joe Connolly. Like Joe Mama. Joe uh, Mama? You're, 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 you're fucking mama. <laughs> <laughs> I but gotta break um, out the good stuff for this. All right, uh, this is this 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 uh, this is not maybe, this isn't my favorite Cage movie, but this is, might actually be the best Cage movie we've done so far. Like at least in a long time since this is one I of the like most complete ones. I, mean, I like Eight Millimeter too, but on revisiting both films, I feel like this one uh, endured much better. It is a great movie. Yeah, without well, a doubt. Yeah, it's very surrealistic. And it had Paul yeah, Schrader no, like, I was, was going to say, like this, I think this is one of the great 1990s hallucinatory movies. Yeah, you know? mm. like, like it's it's uh, it's it's up there with like Natural Born Killers and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. It's everything and, Strange Days didn't be. Yeah, Strange Days did not be strange, but it was it was still pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, so we've acknowledged. Uh, so this this is this is good, and so of course, being good, it didn't make money. Yeah, because audiences are a bunch of shit sucking morons. Hear that, listeners? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, yeah, it was a box office bomb. The budget I've seen reported as high as fifty five million. It brought in sixteen million. It opened at number four behind The Best Man with Morris Chestnut, Double Jeopardy with Ashley Judd. Aww. It's fifth week. Fight Club in its second week, also. Um, but it beat out stuff like Random Hearts and Three to Tango in Bats. Well, I don't but, even remember uh, Bats. Bats had had uh, had uh, Lou Diamond yeah. Phillips. Oh, and it had some bats in it. The title right. was upside down on the poster. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I never actually saw it, and that's fine because I got Bringing Out the Dead. So fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs> it was your loss, man. <laughs> 
so Mrs. Nicholas Cage is in this movie as the daughter of the of the resuscitate uh, heart attack dude, Ms. Ms. Patricia Arquette. As um, Mary Mary. No, no, she's Mary. She's quite contrary. Yeah. Um, this is actually a bright spot for her for that time because right before this, she was in one of the dumbest movies ever made. She was in Rupert Wainwright's Stigmata. With, oh, with God, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, she followed this up with one of the dumbest movies ever made, Little Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> so g- good on you, Patricia, for getting this in in the middle. Otherwise, we might have lost all hope for you. Shout um, out to our friends over at the podcast Demi World because they, uh, they just covered Stigmata. Well, kind why, of, sort of. Why they do this to me, Demi? <laughs> they went over the the idea of Help an old altar boy father i'm a kitlick <laughs> okay so linda you mentioned mr schrader uh who I uh i sort of whined about a little bit last week um uh, but the paul schrader he's a director also he's way better as a writer he did stuff like the yakuza and taxi driver uh he, he directed the underrated american gigolo um, and he also wrote another Scorsese masterpiece. He wrote The Last Temptation of Christ. Ooh. I used to do the Yakuza, too. I'll bet. <laughs> wow. Oh, you a sucker for them tats! <laughs> uh, Paul Schrader actually wanted Edward Norton to star in this. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, but Edward Norton's like, no, I'm busy being in a cult classic. You need to leave me alone right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm supposed to have real vodka, goddammit! <laughs> 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 Fake. <laughs> oh, Edward Norton. Yeah. So uh, I want to. I want to. I want to take a take a moment. Even though I've taken a few of your moments. Um. Um. I this this movie's fucking beautiful. Like this, definitely. Like I, I I fucking love the look of this movie. Like more more than most of the ones that we've done because this was shot by my favorite cinematographer. This movie was shot by fucking Robert Richardson, who is probably the greatest cinematographer living or working. I mean, like the the guy's fucking amazing. Uh, he worked a lot for Oliver Stone. He shot Platoon and JFK and Natural Born Killers. And for Scorsese, he shot Casino, and you could see that there's, there's visually there's oh, a God, lot in common yeah. between this and Casino, you know. And he did uh, the Good Shepherd uh, for uh, Robert De Niro. And he shot some Tarantino movies, but they were Tarantino movies this century. And Tarantino's like, I don't like aesthetic. I think it's I think it's awful. No, let's not have any. No, it's stupid. Because yeah. movies are supposed to be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like your good aesthetic and like like things like editing that would get in the way of my like racial slurs and like references and stuff. Like, you can fuck off with that. <laughs> Do you have the fucking movie playing again? Yes, he does. Okay, you you guys are hearing <laughs> the laptop microphone. I'm recording into the blue snowball. The blue snowball can't hear this. You can hear this. This is, this is a refresher for y'all. You just don't hate. Appreciate. It's just the voices telling me to let it die. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know something? People who hear stuff always crazy. It's a scientific fact. <laughs> I'll preach heaven and beat the hell out of you. <laughs> God, oh man! man. Uh, <laughs> every everything Ving Rhames says. I'm so oh my I'm God. so fucking glad we got round three with Ving Rhames here, and this is his best moment. You know? It really was. Yes, he's he's got his hair slicked. He's smoking a cigar at all times. He's talking to Queen Latifah over the over the comms. Like. <laughs> I'm coming for you, baby. (laughs) He has the wonderful quote, I'm a true coxman and I don't mix my seed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's right. You know, know, grace is not the path to your salvation, by the way. Don't make me take off my sunglasses. 
Uh, Gris, by the way, the, the security guard at the ER, that was, uh, that's another Forrest Gump veteran. That was Forrest Gump's drill sergeant. Oh. Hmm. God damn it, Gump, you're a genius. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Linda, earlier you mentioned I.B. Bangin, uh, the, the guy that they revive at the club who, who'd OD'd on Red Death. Mm-hmm. Guess who played I.B. Bangin? Was it your mom? Yeah, it was your mom. No, it was, it was, uh, it was Paul Simon's son. No shit. Yeah, that guy's Paul Simon's son. Huh. Holy crap. Is his name Al? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Betty. Yeah. It's something. Who, who the fuck cares? <laughs> I'm talking here. <laughs> so uh, we mentioned Marty Scorsese uh, directed uh, many movies, Italian-American filmmaker. And, um, uh, he got his start with a student film in 1967 starring Harvey Keitel called Who's That Knocking on My Door? A.K.A. Uh, I Call First. Um, then he got his real break uh, when Roger Corman gave him uh, Boxcar Bertha. He gave him a budget and said, make me an exploitation movie and gave no further stipulation. Wow. And uh, that, then uh, – and he actually appears in that one as a John. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Marty Scorsese did uh, Mean Streets, you know, and uh, he did really amazing work through the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And then in 2002, he shot a turd called Gangs of New York. <laughs> then he sharded the aviator, and then he vomited up the departed. And, Come at us, Leo. Never recovered. <laughs> you know, what a modern Scorsese could do in a woman's face, okay. you should see. Oh, it wanted to be okay. The trouble is, it's one of those movies that Marty had wanted to do for like 30 years. Uh, yeah. Passion Anytime project. a director gets to do the movie that they wanted to do mm-hmm. for like 20, 30 years, it's always shit. That was the case with Michael yeah. Cimino and Heaven's Gate. It's yeah. no yeah. Don Quixote. <laughs> That was a it, Michael Mann had a similar thing. Fucking Heat, like a lot of people hold up. Heat. Oh, it's like, God. oh, it's pretty good. Except it's like it's kind of a misfire, really. Um, <laughs> and and the and the whole thing about Heat is that he loved that idea about like this thief and like the cop chasing him and them sitting down like at a restaurant together. And that one scene where uh, De Niro and Pacino are never in the same shot because they hit each other. Yeah, but then we don't get the joy of hearing Pacino talking about thick, juicy ass. <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is it's like is like uh michael mann had been trying to get that made since like 1980 Yeesh. and uh in like 89 he made a uh he made a tv pilot called la takedown i think and it was the same plot and it was just like it, it, it was it was just ass it's just like <laughs> go go back to your miami vice you sack of shit you Pro- people try to do other me. things <laughs> 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 Ooh, but, and uh, when, uh, I know you mentioned Queen Latifah. She's the only royalty I will bend the knee to. Yeah, yeah. yeah Don't that's, you? That's right, everybody. This is a prequel to Last Holiday. <laughs> oh, guest <laughs> house. That was a movie too. Anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hey, bringing down remember, the house? Uh, remember oh, when they yeah. put her in Sphere, but she doesn't have any lines? Yeah. <laughs> She's just sort of hanging out in this other set, and she's like, am I in this movie? What's going on right now? I love her. Anywho. The movie movie should have ended where she got up from her chair, and then uh, somebody's in the bathroom, and it's Dustin Hoffman taking a shower. And she's like, what happened to Alien Sphere? And Dustin Hoffman's like, what Alien Sphere? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Then they both turn the camera and shrug. Yeah. All of a sudden, there was no monster. <laughs> Just like Deep Blue Sea ends with Samuel Jackson getting torn apart by a shark. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Fuck, fuck Rennie Harlan for the record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but uh, triumphant return of John Goodman. Yay! Yeah. 
Oh no! I can't eat the same thing two days in a row. <laughs> I had the beef lo mein last night. <laughs> but he's been thinking about it uh, since he woke. That's right. <laughs> God, he's I love John be a chief someday. That's right. He is. Uh, I believe in him. He's the chief of our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> our calorie ridden mm. hearts. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, the, yeah, indeed. Um, and, and our third third and final ambulance partner for Cage is Tom Sizemore playing Tom Walls. Yeah. Uh, Tom Sizemore, a uh, very, very unfortunate young man. Um, um, so his uh, his first film was Lock Up with Sylvester Stallone. And, uh, and that is Point unfortunate. Break, <laughs> and he did Blue Steel and Passenger 57 and, of course, Natural Born Killers. Right. And he also did an Albert Pyun movie with Steven Seagal called Ticker, where uh, Dennis Hopper is in the film but did not act with any of the other actors. <laughs> By oh. choice. <laughs> By oh, the what other actors' choice? did you assemble? No, that's all right. I'll, I'll be in my trailer drinking. Just let me know when they leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. Gotta love him, too. Yeah. So uh, I I really uh I like the bit where uh where uh Cage's Frank uh uh you know uh takes the uh, king of the jungle uh, Kuna Matata drug uh, from <laughs> yeah. side there and uh and he has the flashback to when he tried to save Rose and uh the scene where they're in the snow and they're and they're trying to tube Rose uh in the street um <laughs> You're hitting her it, in the stomach. They they did it in reverse. Yeah. They did the entire thing in reverse. They drove backwards, walked backwards, acted backwards. That way, when they shoot it, the snow's falling up. Huh. Yeah, that was awesome. So it makes it all weird and hallucinatory. Well, I feel like the whole thing is kind of weird and hallucinatory. Like, um, like uh, um, uh, Patricia Arquette's character, like her her roots are showing in the beginning, and then like slowly they kind of go away. And I feel like she's going in reverse too. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like she's going in reverse, and not only that, but like the the blonde on top of her head kind of had like a halo effect, and everything kind of had a halo effect during this movie. Yeah, well, no, yeah she kind of drops like her the... halo once reality sinks in that she's also doing drugs. But womp 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 But no, when you mentioned the loving the scene with him in the uh, room taking the Hakuna Matata drug. The only thing I loved out of that was when he goes full cage and wakes up in a freak out, just screaming, <laughs> walking around the place. Ah, oh, picks no, her up no, over his shoulder. Talking to him, it's like, it's like, wait, wait, Frank, Frank, you're having a paradoxical reaction. Okay, yeah, you go in there. Yeah, you go in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, no, Frank, Frank, you're making a mistake. Wait, you, you owe me ten dollars. <laughs> it's the same as him driving the car and just tearing the shit out of the gears. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> well, well, what are these voices saying? They're saying kill Marcus. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that ain't funny, Frank. Oh, uh, he's, he is a treasure. Oh my! God. Another fun fact about this movie being from 1999: this is one of the last two movies ever to be released in the laserdisc format, the 12-inch right. full-on fucking laserdisc format. The other one was Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. For those that yeah, don't remember, Laserdisc was the size of LP records. Adrian and if you don't know them. what an LP record is right now, uh, go and throw yourself off a fucking bridge. <laughs> yeah. right. They came back, so you really have no excuse. Just die. Um. <laughs> 
I don't like that Adrian when he talks. He's a gatekeeper. He doesn't respect <laughs> my. You say gatekeeper or gatekeeper? Because I think either title works. Really either well yeah, you, you, you could you could you could you could do both. Yeah, look, I'm just looking for my key master, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't know, that means bottom. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Uh, speaking about bottoms. <laughs> so this soundtrack has the song Combination of the Two by Big Brother and the Holding Company featuring Janis Joplin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this song was in three movies. Everybody remembers it was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And the first movie it was in was in 1969. It was in John Waters' Mondo Trash Show. Huh. Oh. John Waters, wherever you are, we love you. He's hitchhiking across America. Yeah. Hitchhiking into our hearts. That's yeah. Right. Directly clogging our hearts. <laughs> Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. So uh, according to Cage, uh, filming took about six months and it was all at night. Well, mostly at night. And in freezing ass New York. <laughs> yeah, freezing ass New York. And he said that he didn't really have to act too much for this film because he was fucking exhausted because he was flying back and forth visiting his son Weston on the weekends and uh, shooting this film. And uh, he just put the exhaustion into his character. Weston. Yeah, it works, works, works to his strength there. Yeah. Yeah. Did he say anything about uh, Mark Anthony flipping his bloody dreadlocks on him? <laughs> <laughs> Man just wanted some water. (laughs) Give me some water. Man's got a drink. Mark Mark Anthony in this uh, plays a fantastic psycho street person. God, uh, he does. It's really good. And uh, and uh, uh, Tom Sizemore's character really hates him and, and tries to beat the shit from him several times. And Mark Anthony and Tom Sizemore did not get along IRL, so it's totally nothing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even acting right now. <laughs> I just fucking hate you. <laughs> I, love, I love Sizemore's line. He's such a he's such an asshole. Like, yeah, I'm gonna give you the first lesson in how to be an American. It's, it's called, called eat my shit. My shit. <laughs> <laughs> amazing oh my so god so good no it's it's uh no in the the books very much very much like this what with the narration and all that and the hallucinatory quality you know and it's this is this is a great this is a great job movie you know a great workplace movie mm. you know it's like you get all the different perspectives from the different drivers the different attitudes at different times you know and like like work just fucking sucks you know yeah yeah. yeah. If you believe in what you do, it will hurt you, you know, and if you don't, you know, you feel like you're wasting your time, you know. And it gives you a really nice view to know that when you try to commit suicide or you're a junkie, that a nurse is going to just give you zero fucks and I tell love, you to go I love, die. That triage nurse is wonderful. She's she's in the book, yes. too. You get a ton of her. Where, where she just gives shit to everybody except for Mr. O, the piece of crap 50 yeah. year old drunk. Which is even funnier. It's like she himself. they offer food and a bath to a homeless man, and then the security's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to risk it not abide the funk tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Mr. O. Well, you know, I actually watched a video um with like commentary by uh by an an actual EMT. 
Yeah. And uh, I looked up a lot of stuff uh, about EMTs, and uh, the burnout EMT is unfortunately. Unfortunately, like the burnout is totally fucking real. And yeah. uh, it's not unusual for an EMT to work 12 or 24 hour shifts. Oh, yeah. Their shit's savage. Like, like all that, all that medical shit's savage. Um, but no, uh, so. uh, and Connolly uh, was also, was also a technical advisor on the film. So like, you know, right. try to get, try to get accurate shit in there. Lots, lots of lovely blood and vomit. And he was in it. He was um, the catatonic yeah, he, he, patient. He does have a cameo, yeah. yeah can yeah. we also give a shout out to the beautiful wood paneling inside one of the trucks? Oh, hell yeah. That <laughs> was some Fuck. impressive mahogany. Nice wood. <laughs> <laughs> now for Donnie's new segment. <laughs> so we talk about rich take, Corinthian take leather. my hand, man. Take my hand, man. <laughs> KJ puts the dying guy's hand in Mark Anthony's hand. He's like, here, hold this. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not going to die, but I want to die. Not you, him. <laughs> not him. <laughs> well, and to he's prepare. Kill you. Yeah, he's going to kill me at the hospital. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Nick Cage went on a couple uh, ride-alongs with EMTs, and he, yeah, uh, yeah, Schrader and Marty did too. Yeah, was he as yeah. happy as he was in the Boy in Blue? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Schrader, no, Schrader did a ride-along, and one of the first things he saw was a homeless man cut in half by a subway train. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry man. to laugh. Yeah, well, you know, he's with God now. You know, he has been for <laughs> wow. 20 years, so, you know. I'm well, just saying, if you get brutally killed yesterday, that shit's sad, man. You get brutally killed 20 years ago, you're a statistic! <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick Cage said that um, that there was a kid who got shot in the ass <laughs> when he was uh, in his ride-along. Right and he still had gum in his mouth, and when uh, and Cage was afraid that he would choke on it, so he asked to take the gum from the kid, and the kid recognized him and was staring at him, probably thinking that he was hallucinating. <laughs> he said, you walking with me, Jesus? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't we, like, probably imagine Cage? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> then then uh, Cage stole his french fry and said, nobody's going to believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I smell burnt toast, and I saw Nick Cage say everything's going to be all right. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Yeah. Well, um, he said that from his ride-alongs, um, he, he found that New York was a harsher place than the one Connolly wrote about in his book. But uh, Yeah, well, kind of like Joe Bob said, too, New York in the 80s versus 90s and such, a whole different world. If this yeah. if this had been done in 79 instead of 99, holy shit, so yeah. much more hookers and cocaine. Right. <laughs> Let's go look at the hookers. <laughs> we got a body of a lot of new girls. No, fuck that. We got another body over at Sex World. <laughs> the Kit Kat Club's about to let out. <laughs> you can't even tell who's a hooker anymore. <laughs> I love that whole bit from Big Rames. He's all Jesus this, Jesus that. It's like, it's like oh, they leave the house or whatever they got on. <laughs> Might as well be a skeleton under there. <laughs> Talking about the virtues of of uh, sex workers wearing like more appropriate clothing. You got yeah. the power. You got the might. You got the super light. Save! I be begging Lord. <laughs> oh my! His name's Frederick. Freddie. Frederick. I be banging. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was in the book. He was called enough. something else, but it wasn't as cool. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, when he was talking about Cage, Scorsese apparently said, "Quote: His eyes are extraordinary, and I see that he's also a bold actor." He isn't afraid to go out and go over the top in a sense still within a truthful way and keep it truthful, keep it real. So that's why I went and cast Leonardo DiCaprio. It was so amazing. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm just not equal to that. No. Oh. But oh, we used yeah, to love I'm... you, Marty. Yeah, we, we do. Come back, Marty. Yeah, come back to us. <laughs> And I still love Leonardo DiCaprio. Fuck you guys. Oh, oh fuck, fuck you. Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I wrestled a CGI I bear. I ate a fish. <laughs> Give me my award. Hey, hey what's eating Gr- Gilbert Grape, motherfuckers? <laughs> that was him not even oh, trying. Wow. Lenny DiCaprio and catch me if you can. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Tom Hanks. <laughs> it's okay, Leo. I'll carry you. Oh, thanks, Mr. Hanks. <laughs> I just love that thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> if you would volunteer, I think you'd find it's big. We all love you, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Please don't come for us. Oh, uh, none of these people is John Cusack. Fuck them all. That's fuck them all. But <laughs> Even John Cusack would have been nice in this film. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that would have worked as hell. Yeah, That's funny because material. he was he was huh? actually my my face off choice. Now I got to choose somebody else. Oh fuck! No. Well, here well, that's okay. We'll sit back when you do clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there kind of is some oh yeah actually there's uh there's a naked dude uh played by don berry um love the name uh there are uh there's one scene with him in his dirty chonies and uh nick cage and two shirtless cage scenes which um made me wonder because i you know it wasn't until the second viewing that i realized like they show his his back full on, but the tattoo isn't there. Makeup, yeah, Very makeup. Yeah, I don't know if it was makeup or if he had it removed since then. Eh. Oh, but you but know, if, I did miss if, it. If, if he'd removed his tattoo, I mean, you you would be the one to tell us. Yeah. Well, you, I, you. I I don't know. He hasn't talked to me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he, he won't return my messages. <laughs> I only Don't see him Mr. in my O's dreams. Ass hanging out. We got Mr. O's ass hanging out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, I miss that. But uh you gotta love the uh, the suicide attempt in the tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Until it turns with the green. horse. <laughs> green, cream. And there just happens to be like a white horse just hanging out in the tunnel. Because why not? Like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like Mr. Horse. No, sir, I didn't like it. <laughs> I believe this movie Howard was a prequel Hesmus to Irreversible still. <laughs> I fucking love Irreversible. I don't care who you are. Oh, 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 so awesome. Yeah. I first heard about that movie in a very strange way. In well, reverse? This is nothing. Yeah, this has nothing to do with Nicolas Cage or this movie or, or much of anything else. No, but like. No, in 2004, I was at Evergreen, and I was I was waiting out front of a dorm, and I was going to meet my boyfriend at the time. And um, 
and he never showed up. And I found out later he was a pussy and got hotboxed and was afraid to leave. Wow. Um, oh, and, Jesus. Um, and, and I wound up meeting this other guy. And I'm like, hey, this guy's cute. Fuck it. <laughs> <I'm afraid>. <laughs> <laughs> wound up shaking hands for a really long time. Wound up going back to his dorm. Um, uh, we, you know, he, he was straight. It wasn't like that. Um, but, um, and then I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to take my medication. I got to take with food. And I'm like, here, take this entire box of cheese. And so I'm like, I will. <laughs> I was just hanging out in the living room with these three guys who I never saw again. And they started telling me about irreversible. It's like, oh yeah, no, they beat the shit from this guy, you know? And then there's this like five minute rape scene. I'm like, oh, no kidding. You know? It's like, all right. Yeah, how everything. about that? You know? This is just another Tuesday. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they beat his whole face right off of him. I'm like, oh, no, no, no way. Yeah. Let me write this down. 2004. So that was the time of, of, of the Linda, right? Yeah, I mean, that was yeah, yeah right. Yeah. No, it was just a few days before that you and I first met in that classroom, and there was the piano in there. Yeah, and, and you're like, "Holy shit, a piano!" I'm like, "Oh man, I wish I could play the piano. I'd be playing November Rain right now." <laughs> <laughs> but there were no fish to to sacrifice for. <laughs> no, that's 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 true. <laughs> oh yeah, this movie's got this great part where they go back into the they when they go back to into Sai's uh, apartment after the shooting has happened and the lady's <laughs> dead on the floor and the fish tank's been destroyed. Yep. So there's the fish flopping on the floor and and uh, red red wine by UB40 is playing in the background very nicely done <laughs> lots of great fucking soundtrack shit in this thing scorsese used to be so good with soundtracks you know you got you know in titles with the van morrison you got all this punk shit on the soundtrack you know like what just just uh, just like at random and it's all like it's just like blaring on the radio you know like there's, there's there's nothing like forced on you it's not like that pretentious shit in the movie flight where where oh, you know God, they're having yeah. it fade in and out you know yeah like you know, it's it's a it's a very it's a very natural feeling movie. It's a very complete feeling movie, and you know, I I I really I really enjoyed returning to this. A lot of the movies that we've done, mm. like the repeat viewings, has really worn on me. Mm. You know, like like uh, like Moonstruck about the fourth time in. I'm like I'm, I I I think I've lived long enough. I think I should die. Yeah, uh, seeing that but, once wasn't, but not with this one. Yeah, 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 yes. Because some, some, there are there are movies, and it and it's rare. It's rare for this balance to take place. But there, there are movies that whenever they'll come on, I'll just watch them. Yeah, you know, and I'll and I'll have no compunction about repeat viewings or whatever the shit. You know, like like it's and it's 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 a very it's a very random assortment of things that makes that work for me. Like Lethal Weapon, the first Lethal Weapon is one for oh, me. Shit. The first Dirty Harry, um, yeah. First Blood, very much First Blood for me. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's like between um, that and uh, Bound by Honor, Blood In, Blood Out. That's one I can watch no matter <laughs> where the hell it is. I'll just sit down. It's like, all right, this is now my night. Yeah, oh, that you, fucking you movie. You. you made me watch that so many times. Yeah, well, I also made you watch Rocky Horror Picture Show, and you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it bounces out. Bless my soul. This movie needed meatloaf. He would have been a wonderful. Oh uh, well, you're you're. Is it, is it, how, are we are we at face off? Because uh, I, I don't I don't mind. I don't because well, because that actually kind of gets into mine. I actually I actually <laughs> thought God bless uh, your heart. <laughs> I had a theme uh, for for Larry John Goodman's character. I thought Meatloaf. Um, <laughs> for Frank, I thought Alice Cooper. Nice. <laughs> I, w- I went very musical. For, uh, for Mary, I was thinking probably Lita Ford. Um, uh, uh, for Tom, Johnny Rotten. Jesus Christ. And uh, for Marcus, Adam Ant. Yes, that works. There's a lot of room for that sort of like punk rock theme here. You know, I like it. Oh, it yeah. works. Yeah. Linda. <laughs> well, um, 
I, uh, of course, had had John Cusack, but uh, I, I'm changing it to, I mean, yeah, I really want Edward Norton in there because um, yeah. I think that he would have fit really well. But I'm going to have to go with Daniel Stern as Frank and Marissa Tomei as Mary. Wow. <laughs> but uh you know, I'm... if you cast daniel stern you almost have to have uh you almost uh you almost have to have john hurd in there and then yeah. Tim Bryce, <laughs> you know? and john not? goodman's still there yeah <laughs> and uh except you know instead of red death they're really dealing with these homeless population under the city you know uh who toxic waste is sort of turning into zombies <laughs> you know? uh if if you will uh cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers <laughs> What up, my chuds? It just kind of goes that way. <laughs> but uh, you know, actually, I'm I'm, I'm expecting in the mail um, either today or tomorrow. I'm expecting Galaxy of Terror, so that Hell might yeah. change my ideas. I, I love that movie. I did you get Cannot the 4K? Because that is freaking amazing. I don't think so. I mean, it's through Netflix, so. Oh, I think we already mentioned last week that he lived and died by the crystals. I know we <laughs> missed our chance. Oh. All right, uh, and um, I'm feeling a little under the weather, so uh, I, I've been uh, while we've been recording, I've been sipping on my medicinal wine. So <laughs> well, I'm having a great episode. I don't know about y'all. I don't know. I took some <laughs> notes here from. Uh, well, John Carpenter's the thing, and I've been drinking J and B Scotch oh. because that was it was. Well, uh, don't forget to have your well done New York strip steak with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so strap in. Oh As... God! Or you could have gin and orange juice. Like, you know, I was doing that. I would fuck it. I'd drink that. Hell yeah! Oh, Thank that. you. In a Dixie <laughs> cup, no less. You're goddamn right. I can't <laughs> do gin fun. unless it's in a like it's in a proper martini. Uh, well, not not even a really nice uh, juniper gin. Yeah, no. there, there's some very nice organic ones out there. I'm actually really excited to try Empress gin. It changes color. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm sorry, Donnie. You you have a face off. <laughs> okay, so in uh, the role of Mary, we're gonna have Zelda Rubenstein oh, <laughs> as, <laughs> as Marcus. We're gonna have Tony Cox. And as the narrator, this is important because I'm going to have this directed by David Lynch. The narrator is going to be in person, Michael J. Anderson. And as the dispatch voice, we're going to have Harv Lashes. Now, if you don't know, he's in uh, Paradise Island. He was always the one that goes, the plane, the plane. The man with the golden gun. Yes. As Tom Wells, we're going to have Jack Purvis. As Larry, we're going to have Billy Barty. And yes. in the part of France Pierce, we're going to have Eric Idle. And as the wonderful girl, we're going to have Lena Quigley, or if she was available at the time, Cher. Because that would have made an amazing little version of this film. <laughs> no, Except for that Cher. makes total sense uh, because of one of the movies that Patricia Arquette went on to do. Oh, Ew. little movie called Tiptoe. Yes. <laughs> you know, shout out. I got to give both of you credit because I still have somewhere on DVD from your scavenging days, Ankle Biters. And I still yes! have the theme song from that stuck in my head to this day. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, good times. Oh. <laughs> See what good we do in the world. I tested yeah. out one of my uh, VCRs uh, with my very own unriffed copy of Hobgoblins. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I love that movie. So I, who... I've seen one of that guy's other movies, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> in your casting, who was Tony Cox playing? Uh, Marcus. I do love me some Cox. Yes. So. Yeah. Cox sausage. Oh. And that's your first lesson in how to be an American. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, this and is the worst we should, suicide um... attempt I've ever seen. <laughs> well, you should say, while I'm still kind of, sort of, somewhat, tiny bit sober, uh, that Martin Scorsese played the uh, the voice of the dispatcher. Yes. He was Dispatcher Love? No way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Queen Martin Scorsese. (laughs) (laughs) But um, he said that he he wanted to make this movie because he grew up with the homeless and the alcoholics. And um, he 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 found that like they were he felt that they were on the streets waiting to die. And he said that, quote, there was a conflict in me and probably still is as to how one feels compassion towards a person like that, but is also repelled by it. (laughs) I just want to go around (laughs) stabbing the homeless people. (laughs) (laughs) On the one hand, they're human. On the other hand, they smell. (laughs) (laughs) They just want to die. In the book, it actually (laughs) describes Mr. O's daily circuit. Because he would, he would do a thing oh. where he would slowly limp his way down one street and then pass out and then get back to the hospital and just sort of do it all over again. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> well, be you know, the great thing about killing homeless people, you don't have to lead them so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Patrick Bateman opening his suitcase. You know you reek of shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, this This is a good time to go to the movies. You know, like he in the movie, like he keeps begging his his uh, boss to to fire him. Yeah, Howard Hessman. Yeah. Yeah. He he says, I'll I'll fire you tomorrow. (laughs) Like, I promise. I told them where to go. I never fired anybody. (laughs) And that's how he became the dread pirate. <laughs> and then he barks like a dog. But <laughs> I could bark too, you know. I never said I barked. <laughs> but why do you guys feel like he didn't just fucking quit? He just he kept begging to be fired. Because uh, I ask pussy. myself that question uh, every day. You know, when, when, when <laughs> well, for you, it's because you want unemployment. Nope. This is this is this is real. No, this is actually because of my personal employment situation. This movie was very relatable. Mm. Um, right now because i i am i'm at this stupid fucking job that uh i not only do i not believe in i have never believed in you know it was it was it was it was a job and like yet i work with people who like some of cage's partners like 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 take it seriously (laughs) you know like like they actually get emotionally invested in it it's like and it's like and uh, you know these are ambulance drivers you know like they're 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 saving lives the shit we're doing is far removed from that but (laughs) But it's kind of like you look at you look across the room at somebody. It's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? They're like, I feel so bad for her. She's crying. It's like, cause she's a wuss. <laughs> that is why you don't bring quinoa salad to the party, Sarah. 
But no, I I literally I actually a couple hours ago I was I was on the phone with my boss scheduling a vacation and she's all like so I heard you're looking for other work and I'm like I am she was actually I, I was I was actually begged to stay wow wow yeah believe it or not you know did she start barking. <laughs> she did not, she did not stop. I beg you to stay. I beg to differ. <laughs> I'll fire you tomorrow. I yeah yeah. I never saved anybody's life though. I'm just the only one who doesn't call out. Ah, <laughs> uh, will you bring us life? Self destruction, everybody. <laughs> you wake me up inside. <laughs> you bid my blood to run. I, I love the bit where he's driving in the back of the ambulance with Patricia Arquette, and it's super awkward, and the pop song's playing, and they're just sort of not speaking. <laughs> Man, you got speaking it. Speaking of which, it's true. God I love how, he's uh, I love how REM's "What's Your Frequency, Kenneth?" is playing loudly while Tom's kicking Noel's ass. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a great fucking soundtrack. It's. Oh, it's just so upbeat and like yeah nice oh oh, oh no mark anthony <laughs> well, we got we, we got our full dose of ving rames for once though like he's just barely there in in fucking kiss of death just kind of walks on you know with yeah. stuff bunny and all yeah. you know well and, and uh then you know he's lost in this ensemble and in, in fucking con air you know a means right. to an end my white friend yeah. We also should bring in the scene that I still love, which we haven't mentioned yet, is when Nick Cage is leaving work and Tom Wells is just beating the piss out, of the, the out of the ambulance. the <laughs> ambulance. I yes. fucking love that. Yeah. Well, he says earlier something like, um, I have tried to kill him and he will not die. Yes. <laughs> and there he is killing him. Like, die, die. <laughs> Tom, Tom Sizemore, he was always such a great unhinged movie psycho. And then yeah. IRL, he started getting into meth. Yeah. Aww. And you're thinking, like, you've been in major motion pictures. Don't do meth. For the love Aww. of God, do some heroin or some coke. The only one I haven't beat yet is myself. <laughs> <laughs> yet no one could defeat Tom Sizemore, so Tom Sizemore defeated Tom Sizemore. That's right. Aww. Yeah. Uh... Come for us, Tom Sizemore. No! (laughs) No! You don't want a Sizemore on meth coming after us? (laughs) Just tell him you're holding. He'll show up. (laughs) We can have an intervention for him. I always always loved him, though. Uh, Who doesn't? Uh, I'm not going to watch the amateur porns he made. Um. (laughs) Wait, wait. There is such a thing? I've said too much already. Oh, no. Oh. You've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> or have you said enough? Haven't said it. <laughs> you know, I've got, like, this, like, need to see celebrities na- nudie, so um, I think I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to Jesus. Look, quest for the, the porn. Really not Shit. a fan of REM. So is that going to lead us into your close-off segment, talking about porn? Well, I already did. Oh, I, I just yeah. didn't properly do the... <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I want his clothes. Oh. It's already over with. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burned to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. We need to do the video cast so we can do Hoffa. That's right. Oh, hell God yeah. Damn it. All right. And death to Smoochie because yeah. 
twins. Yeah, and yeah, twins. Another, another thoroughly underrated <laughs> one. Twins, less so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twin, uh, and my nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're gonna like it. Now, see, if we were dying, I would feel so much more comfortable if Ving Rhames was there to greet you when you die. <laughs> <laughs> Everything gonna be all right. First step is love, but next is mercy. Are you a true coxman? Oh God! You, don't ask this. <laughs> this I've seen uh, enough porn to know where this goes. <laughs> oh that's, my! That's right up there with that line from Network. It's like I didn't mean to imbue your coxmanship. <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, by the way, another thing. This is another. This is another one of those movies that you'd have to work hard to get a TV edit of, just because of all the dialogue. Yeah. Because in every scene in the ER, somebody's yelling "fuck" at each other. The part where Noel tries to lie down in the street, he's like "fucking asshole, you white cocksucker." I'm a, I'm his motherfucking mother. I have rights. It's like it is delightful. Just. Every, oh yeah. man, this is my recipe really right here. You so say you that, but they did happy. make a televised version of Casino somehow. So <laughs> it, yeah. it was six minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a nice pen. The end. It was just long enough to hear fucking Eric Clapton. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> oh yeah, you got you got to get the, the fucking got to keep it real compared to what. God damn it! You know, just this whole movie could have literally been just a Gonzo trip, and I would have believed it, and had the Rolling Stones for the entire soundtrack, and it would have oh, worked. Yeah. Well, I still feel like it could have been like one big hallucination or a dream. There actually is a score under there, by the way, by Elmer Bernstein. Huh? You just don't hear much of it. Yeah, it's over Bernstein. the end credits. Yeah. Elmer Bernstein uh, got got around quite a bit. He did the Magnificent Seven and uh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, and, uh, the silencers. Yeah, he got around. I did the Ghostbusters too. The uh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> Were they the real Ghostbusters? I was the ghost that went down on them. That's a big. Let me have a little more of my wine, my Linda juice. I blew a guy. Why is everything always cardiac arrest? Whatever happened to chest pain or difficulty breathing? Fractured hands. Oh shit. Well, you know, so I, that's I, my plug. I've answered, when I was at the call center, I answered for medical lines, and after a while, it'd be kind of like, "Come on, where's my blood, motherfucker?" <laughs> Sadly, a lot of it was it's like, "Oh, she was at her nana's house, and she feels sleepy. We think she has a fever, or um, I think I might be having a heart attack. It feels just like my last one, but I'd like to talk to my doctor before getting an ambulance or anything." <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, you sure about that? And, uh, all right. <laughs> Dead guy on line one. <laughs> but then I think, like, you have, like, the opposite of that. You have the frequent flyers that, like, get the ambulance for everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's like their taxi. Yeah. The world's yeah. most expensive taxi. Well, and that's what they were saying in one of these uh, sites that, like, they're basically a taxi service. Yeah. Pretty much, sadly. Um. And uh, unfortunately, they also serve as like um, a crisis clinic counselor 
Ooh. which um i've been there and it's it's sad because uh i think like the the most frequent people are the people who've just exhausted their friends and family and like have nowhere else to go then maybe they should get more comprehensive plans i'm just gonna wait <laughs> around and die <laughs> <laughs> <Mazel> <laughs> <laughs> my overnight shifts when i was a crisis uh clinic counselor my overnight shifts uh donnie got me like uh dvds to watch of uh, aqua teen hunger force oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice yeah you need something like that though if you got a job like that especially like a night job you know well like, yeah that's like what i used to do at the call center when i worked for verizon i had a portable dvd player and a stack yeah. of horror movies and that was my night like, you know, it's not like it's not a work, but there's porn. downtime and you need yes. shit to stay safe. I had a stack of golden age porn that I would watch <laughs> nightly. It's like, why are you calling to pay your bills? I'm trying to wank off here. <laughs> is, that, is that grunting I hear in the background? It's like, I'm no, you dumb I'm bitch. It's, it's moaning. So <laughs> see, see uh, at my job, we don't even need to put the porn on because I got my loud ass coworkers. So we're then they're on swing shit. Yeah. So somebody be calling in, you know, they think somebody's in the house with them and they'll hear in the background like, oh, I'm fireball. Oh, that's Bob. Oh, I feel so much. I want to go there. Oh, no. Linda, tell them where they can find us. <laughs> where, 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 where can they find us? In your house, in the shadows. God but damn, also, are not spitting um... hot fire. <laughs> uh please 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 do us a favor if you like us or if you hate us um please uh tell your friends to listen in because we can use all the help we can get uh please uh subscribe to us and rate and review cages kiss because once again we can use all the help we can uh if you have any enemies and you hate our show then recommend our show to them (laughs) <laughs> like it's a win-win come on guys if you're but, like uh, ordering you can... at burger king with a really really disinterested person at the cash register just chat them up about this to waste more of their time it'll be funny yeah exactly just... call a crisis counselor and tell them all about us yeah and send us an email with all your hate and concerns to www.idongiveafuck.com <laughs> <laughs> the or boy who just blew. start raving about us on a street corner but be sure to urinate on yourself first yes <laughs> so that way people will listen <laughs> we're on almost all of the uh the uh platforms and uh remember you can find us on facebook and on twitter at cages kiss you can visit our website at cageskiss.com and you can always write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com uh donnie you got anything um yeah i actually have a question for everyone maybe on next week's episode we can try and get answered uh how many judges could judge judy judge if judge judy judge judges otherwise i'm still the porn expert and the boy who blew over on red tube and unreal goals on twitter a porn artula yes i'm that kind of man i have a starbucks in my hand a scarf and a knitted cap and i adjust my glasses to talk about porn no (laughs) not like this something adrian uh yeah uh you can see some of my cage art on fucking deviantart on the uh, leo the fox and deviantart.com you can see that shit in high definition motherfucker yeah 
Oh, and we're on us. Instagram uh, now, and we at Cage's Kiss once again, and we your feature a lot of his. You had your art. turn. <laughs> I am talking about Adrian's art, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell her how to frame my cunt. shit. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> That's her. <laughs> and why has nobody asked if your dirt needs a squirt? <laughs> Uh, and i'm still on youtube as a.a smith so get your ass over there yeah (laughs) you're the treasure of this podcast (laughs) i'm priceless (laughs) the living end Before I, I, I have any more of my uh, go-go juice, I want to tell uh, give a shout-out to uh, our friends over at Coffin Cast oh. and uh, Capes on the Couch, both quality podcasts. So uh, when you're done listening to us, uh, dial into them. They're they're pretty fucking good. And so. rub one out. And rub one out. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just rub one out when you're listening to us. <laughs> it's between you and God. we won't judge (laughs) and with that we'll be seeing you next week with Gone in 60 Seconds (laughs) (laughs) that's what she said (laughs) Uh, uh, and yet the movie is like two hours there's no fucking oh oh, shit you guys you guys we haven't shared any wisdom <laughs> yeah, the wisdom is, is get, get your fucking mealy ragey ass off your goddamn couch you fucking binge watching hookers and watch yeah. goddamn bring it out the dead what the fuck are you waiting for you fucking <laughs> oh, i'm waiting for the avatar sequels <laughs> it's like no you're not watch bring out the dead just do it now for those that didn't know, Adrian used to also be the guy that talked about the ITT Technical Institute during the Jerry Springer show, who would ask you, why aren't you calling already? <laughs> what are you waiting for? I you cocksuckers! <laughs> Get yourself an education! And again, I blew a guy. <laughs> I blew a guy. <laughs> The first step is no. No wisdom this week. Fuck it. Tell <laughs> no, Peach. I could eat a peach for hours. Please. <laughs>